music team. So beautiful. So my question to you is, have you heard it ringing, that, that chorus of peace on earth? Has it, has it been ringing through your mind? Has it been ringing through your life? Have you heard it? Have you caught it? Peace on earth. There's like nervous giggle happening. Like, really? Are we are we really supposed to hear that? On uh, Monday night, I went. I tried to go to sleep. <laughs> and Kathy's here today, so so you know we've had this big transition in the office. Roberta's here too. I know because I saw her come in, and Roberta is doing such a fabulous job. And I've been so used to Kathy keeping me on task each year, you know, of all that there is to do, because quite frankly, at this particular time of year, there's a lot to remember, to keep in mind, you know, to make sure everything's in place. So Monday night to Tuesday, I could not fall asleep. My mind was just running, running, running. Does that ever happen to anybody here? (laughs) Right? Right? Running, running, running of everything. Did I think of this? And what about that? And what are we missing? And I lost my peace. Right? Like, I was knocked right off of my peace. What knocks you off of your peace? Where do you forget that 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 echoes ringing through peace on earth? Where are you knocked out of your peace? Mother-in-law. There's some honesty. There's some honesty. I'm not mentioning names because we're on live stream and, you know. Thank you. All right, who else? What else knocks you off of your peace? Traffic. Expectations. Overwhelm. Worry. Angry people. Not me, but angry people, right? Right? Do you hear how everything that's knocking us out of our peace is happening like out here? Right? It's we're getting angry at something out here or upset or overwhelmed or whatever, about something out here, and it just knocks us off our peace, and we forget. We forget that that chorus of angels that are singing to us in every moment. Imagine yourself being held by this chorus of angels singing, you know, peace on earth, peace on earth. We forget. forget. So this is the season of Advent, the season of preparation, the the season of expectation, the season of waiting. Well, what is it that we are expecting and waiting and preparing for? <laughs> I love this. What is it? The Christ presence, right? We're, we're awaiting that Christ presence. But here's my thing. So this is why Christmas is challenging for me every year because we talk about, you know, we're celebrating that that birth of the Christ, and I'm going, but you know that Christ has been there from the moment that we've all been born. It's been there since the beginning of time, that Christ presence. So we're awaiting, and we're preparing, and we're getting ready for what? It's already there, right? I mean, it's already there. But I am not the same as I was a year ago. How about the rest of you? Are you aware of the ways that you have been changed and transformed over the past year of your life, and so here we have another Christmas come around. And the beauty of our tradition is it it creates like this, this sameness from year to year. Every year we celebrate Christmas, even though we're changed, so it's a new opportunity, another opportunity to look at myself and how I've been changing over the past year, and how now I have another opportunity to evolve that Christ presence within me to its, its next level of consciousness, right? Not that it's going to be born, it's already been born, but, 
But I get to become aware of it again and ask myself, how do I want to prepare my heart this year to allow an even deeper expression of that Christ life that I am to be expressed in my life? And so we have this opportunity, these works of weeks of Advent in which we prepare for that. And we began last week with the idea of faith, right? Which, which faith is the way that we are seeing life. We are always expressing our faith. Am I expressing my faith in problem and separation and lack and limitation? Well, on Monday night I was. And when I do that, when I express my faith by looking through eyes of lack and limitation and not enoughness, I lose my peace. How about you? Right? But I also have a choice. I can look through eyes and see the world through eyes of possibility and hope and, and light and life and wisdom and understanding. And, and when I am focused there on my faith, which I wasn't Monday night, but when I am, I claim my peace. Right? But, but peace is always there. We talked last week about the example of those magi, right? The, the wise men who traveled and followed the light. This Christmas that we celebrate, Christmas, you know that it wasn't until like 345 A.D., I think it was, when uh, Pope Julius first said that we will celebrate Christmas on December 25th. So think about that. For the first 300 years after Jesus died, they didn't celebrate Christmas, let alone on December 25th. Right? We think it's always been this way. In fact, did you know that the early colonizers, it was even against the law to even celebrate Christmas? Right? Now, I have no idea why Pope Julius chose, I could say why I think he chose December 25th, but I don't know what was in his mind at that particular time. But what I do know is that traditionally, in many different traditions, this time when, when the world is getting darker, and yes, um, both literally and figuratively, right? But the sun has been moving across the sky to a point where it's getting so dark so early, right? We've, we're losing our light. And so in ancient times, as that happened and the light was being lost, all of these festivals were created around light, right? The Hanukkah, that's all around light. Kwanzaa, later, all about light. The pagan festivals about the winter solstice, it was all about light because here is this time of year where we think in our human consciousness that the darkness is overcoming the light. These festivals come up to remind us, no, the light can never be overtaken. Right? So those wise men following that light of that star, remember how many years? Two to three years, right? That they followed the light of that star, never seeing a demonstration of of evidence in following that light of that star for those two or three years, they remained in faith, knowing I'll get to that place where that light is. And truth and goodness will be revealed to me, right? That's our faith. We have to stay focused on the light, even when all around us feels dark. Even when we're awake in the middle of the night and can't sleep. That's when we ask the question, where's my faith? And then we move this week to this place of, of peace. Peace. So in the Christmas story, peace shows up in a couple of places. First it shows up in the, in the place of Jerusalem. When the wise men finally made their way 
and got to where they were coming to see Jesus, they first arrived in Jerusalem, right? And they visited with King Herod. Jerusalem in the Hebrew literally means place of peace, which is kind of ironic, isn't it? But there it is. That's, that's what Jerusalem literally means, place of peace. Jerusalem had all around it a wall, all around the city of Jerusalem, only a portion of which is left now, right? The Wailing Wall. But initially that wall was all around Jerusalem. And it was, in, in metaphysics, as we in unity look at it, not literally, but metaphysically, that wall that was around Jerusalem symbolizes for us that that place of peace has to be protected. We can so easily lose it through the activity of everything that's happening out here. And so we need to protect that peace that's within us. Not by building literal walls, by the way, because that's the ego's way of thinking we need to build peace, right? So you had within the city of Jerusalem the the Magi coming to see King Herod. Well, King Herod in Jerusalem represents that ego mind of us, that, that place of separation, that place of power that's going to create peace, that, that idea that we can create peace through war. Isn't that a crazy idea? Right? So the ego has its own idea of how to protect peace. We have to literally build borders, walls, and boundaries in order to protect peace, right? That's the ego talking. In the kingdom of heaven, there would be no borders, walls, and boundaries. We would just all be celebrating peace with one another. The peace that passes all understanding. So we're reminded in the story that just like any of our other 12 powers can be used constructively or destructively, so can something like peace. We see it evidence in the wars that are fought here in this world. The ego mind takes charge of that peace. The other place where peace shows up that shows us how we should How we're called to respond to peace is in the story of the angels and the shepherds in the field. Anytime that you read about angels in in a scripture, that is representing divine ideas coming down from the mind of God. Right. So these these angels came. By the way, the 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 Christmas story that we know it is a conglomeration of both Matthew and Luke together, we could not know the full story unless we looked at both, and both have different different aspects to it, you know? So the, the uh, wise men are in the Gospel of Matthew. The shepherds and the angels are in the Gospel of Luke. And remember, the angels show up in the sky, above the sky, where the, the shepherds are tending their flock. Those angels are those divine mind ideas from God coming down, saying, peace on earth. Goodwill to men, not peace will come, not peace might be, peace on earth, goodwill to men. The divine ideas comes down from the heavens to those shepherds who represent for us the, the uh, protectors of our own thoughts, those sheep, right? The, the shepherds are protectors of the sheep. And so the shepherds in the Christmas story metaphysically represent that in us that guards our own thoughts, our own individual ideas, so that when we get into a place where we can't fall asleep because we're thinking about everything we have to do, we can take a breath once more and remember the truth. I need to guard my thoughts here. 
letting go of every idea that there's not enough time and I might forget something, letting all of those ideas go and trusting and knowing in this moment all is well. All is well because those angels are reminding me, peace on earth, here, now. And where, where did the shepherds get told to go? By the angels. Where did the angels tell them to go? To Bethlehem. And what was in Bethlehem? The manger. And what was in the manger? Jesus. And what does Jesus represent? The Christ. The Christ, right? So here in unity, we celebrate the birth of Jesus 2,000 years ago. Yes. But we also recognize that that's not the end of the story. We recognize that Jesus, born 2,000 years ago, fully showed us who we can be and what we can be and that we have the power to be this light of God expressing. And so the angels saying, peace on earth, goodwill towards men, told those shepherds, those who are in charge of our own individual thoughts, to go worship at this baby. And it's that as we, you and I, center at that Christ presence within us, that we will experience that, that peace no matter what's happening in the world around us. So there's a couple of stories that I believe demonstrate this so beautifully. One is the 1914 Christmas truce. How many of you have heard of that story? Right? So most people have heard of that story. And this was back during World War I when uh, the greater power said we have to bring about peace through war because that's the only way it's ever going to happen, right? And these soldiers were fighting each other and it was Christmas Day and the soldiers decided to lay down their arms. And they met each other in the trenches. And they saw each other face to face. And they sang Christmas carols together. And for a day, for that day, there was peace. Now imagine if they had not again picked up those arms. Imagine if we today stopped ourselves picking up our arms. Think about the ways that you and I create the other and keep the other at a distance. And in the process, create such chaos and drama and confusion in the world where it's no longer possible to experience the peace that passes all understanding. And so that's why we here on, on December 21st are going to be retelling that story of the Christmas truce with Chris Reynolds and our labyrinth team, asking the question, so what's ours to do today to bring about that same peace that they experienced in those trenches that Christmas so long ago that hasn't sustained, but that we can sustain? We can do it. We just have to choose it. We just have to know it. The other one of my favorite stories is an old legend, an old legend about peace. And the legend goes like this. There was a king, and the king wanted to see what did peace look like. I want to I see what peace looks like. And so he invited all the artists in the kingdom to create a painting for peace. Show me what you see as peace. What does it look like? And all the artists came together with their paintings, and the, and the king narrowed it down to two paintings. The first painting was this beautiful scene of the still lake and the mountains in the background. And the mountains were perfectly reflected in that calmness of the sea. Right? And the people thought, well, surely that's it. Look how peaceful that scene is. I go there and I'm right at peace. Right? 
Can you imagine in your mind a peaceful scene? What peace is for you? It's probably this nice, sweet, calm place. Then there was the other picture. The other picture was a picture of this rocky mountain that, that had, you know, um, it was really, and when I think about skiing, it's those places I don't want to ski down, right? <laughs> it's, it's just cliffs, and, and the sky is dark, and, and there's lightning in the sky, and you can imagine hearing the thunder, and there's water rushing on a, as a waterfall over these cliffs, and it just feels like action and movement, and what could this have to do with peace? But right there, in the middle of the waterfall, there's a little little ledge. And on that ledge, there's a little tree. And in that tree, there's a little nest. And on that nest, there's a little bird sitting on her egg. And the king said, that represents peace. Because peace happens even when all around me, life is rushing by. There's noise. There's chaos. There's everything happening. But even there, even there, is an opportunity to experience peace. And so this was my reminder. And this is your reminder. And so on I eventually got to sleep Monday Monday night, but Tuesday morning, as, as I was in the shower and the water was rushing over me, I started to, uh, to hear this song come to me. You, you probably know it. We sing it sometimes here, and it goes like this. In the stillness of this moment. If you know it, sing it. There is peace. There is peace. In the stillness of this moment. There is peace, there is peace, and I rest and trust and breathe and know that in the stillness of this moment, there is peace. And that, that knowing, that understanding, that is what we're preparing our hearts and our minds for during the season of Advent to know that this is so. It doesn't matter what's happening in the world around us. It doesn't matter that there is so much chaos and confusion and division and separation happening because we're following the light. That same light that those wise men followed to that place of the Christ within us, that's what we're following and we can know that place of peace right there where we are in the stillness of this moment there's peace. So that when we're, when we're getting our buttons pushed because we're spending time with relatives or friends during this Christmas season, we can, we can know, we can imagine that rushing waterfall and that little bird in its nest and we can breathe and know in the stillness of this moment there is peace and I can be that peace here. Let me be, let me give birth to this peace. When we're, when we're sitting in the doctor's office and we've gotten a diagnosis or we're dealing with a cold because this is supposedly the season, right? We can breathe and know here there is peace. There is peace. When we're rushing around because it's the season and we've got gift giving to do and buying and 
so many activities taking place and preparations and parties, and we forget even why we're here for this Christmas season, right? We forget that it's preparing the way for the Christ to show up here now in this moment. We can stop. We can breathe. And we can know that in the stillness of this moment, Clearly, I need practice of that. Anybody else? Anybody else need practice of that? So, of course, we have our practice, our spiritual practice for today, for this week. So we are paying attention to the times you begin to move from your place of peace. I'm telling you, the biggest, the biggest expander of consciousness is awareness awareness. If you pay attention to the world around you, you'll see that most people are walking asleep. Does everybody recognize that, right? Do you recognize where you do that in your life, right? So awareness is the first key. I have to be aware of when I've moved off my peace so that I can choose peace again. So we, we set the intention that this week I'll be aware. When you make me crazy, I'm going to be aware that I've moved off my peace, and it's not for you to let me back in. I've got to choose it, right? So first we become aware. Then we take a, make a conscious choice. And for me, it always comes back to the breath, however you center. But for me, it's to take a breath and affirm the truth. Go back to faith, which will bring me back to peace. God's peace is mine. All things contribute to the calm peace of my soul. God's peace is mine. All things contribute to the calm peace of my soul. Will you join me in that? God's peace is mine. All things contribute to the calm peace of my soul. literally say this out loud. But you can say it in here, right? So let's all go within and affirm this for ourselves. Ready? Let's go back. We can come back to this place of stillness, of calm, of peace. Peace. That the angels spoke about that Christmas is about peace. Let's whisper it again. God's peace is mine. All things contribute to the calm peace of my soul. You find how that right away is just keeping it quietly brings you back to that, that place of peace so that we can claim it once more nice and loud and strong and let's do that together. God's peace is mine. All things contribute to the calm peace of my soul. And just like that, we can choose peace. We can choose peace. And you know the peace that the angels sang about? The peace on earth that is here now, not someday, not maybe, but peace on earth will be revealed through you and through I and through the actions that we take. Because we get that God's peace is mine. And all things contribute to the peace of my soul. And suddenly, peace on earth is revealed. The peace 
the cost is all on your shoulders. Will you join me in demonstrating that piece this week? All right. So faith is the foundation, and from that, peace is revealed. And I want to—I was going to share with you because this is so powerful. From the back of our bulletins, we've got several unity uh, quotes there, but the one that really speaks to me is from "Only Believe" by Sue Sicking, where she says. The peace of every person is here on earth now. Now, you might be sitting here today going, I don't feel it in me. Catch it. The peace is there on, in every person on earth right now. Yes, even in you. Even when you don't think it's there. It's there. Claim it. It takes vision to bring it into visibility. It takes vision. The courage to imagine and reveal peace. I have the courage. You have the courage. Together, we can reveal it. I want to thank everybody who has had the courage to imagine and reveal possibility with us. You can see the Christmas tree is filling in, right? So last week, there were just some lights and some regular decorations on there. What are you seeing on there now? Socks, mittens, right? Some, some hats, right? Some scarves. Because we are demonstrating, putting feet to our prayer. We have the courage to imagine, but then we have to take action. And so we are collecting these items for the homeless. that They will be distributed in January. So bring in, help us to fill up this tree with socks, mittens, scarves, um, hats, to help um, contribute to that vision of good, of God, of light, of peace here in this world. Thank you, and God bless.